guys and welcome back to Young, Confused and Well Read. I'm Anne and I am really excited to do this episode. Although it was kind of a last minute decision to do it and therefore I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. And it's going to be a very messy, rambly episode because I literally just did like four bullet points and said, okay, we're good to go. I had another episode planned, which had a little bit more planning behind it, but today has been so weird already, and I thought, you know what, make it a little bit weirder, make another episode than you planned, because you've just been feeling it, and have a conversation about that, so yeah, bear with me. Also, let me know if you like these rambly episodes better, or if you like more advice episodes. Obviously, my advice is not very professional at all, but I feel like both can be nice. I like, you know, more structured, advicey episodes, but I also love rambly podcasts, so let me know if you like the wild mix, what you like better. Again, I usually just really record what I'm feeling, but, you know, if more people want maybe an advice episode, I could work that out, I guess. So, since I've literally not taken any notes, the weekly reflections are going to be a bit messier as well. Let's start with gratitude, which, oh my god, like, my mind sometimes just really goes blank, which is so annoying, um, because there are so many things to be grateful for, but, you know, today, honestly, not been it. I struggled so much falling asleep last night. I usually don't struggle as much, but it was horrible. I had a horrible night and then I woke up kind of late, not late, late, but later for me. And just thinking about it, I don't know what it is about today, but not doing my best, to be honest. And I feel like whenever that is the case, it's so hard to actually find something to be grateful for. Also, I didn't have breakfast yet, um, which was kind I guess that's kind of stupid because I'm hungry but I was like no I'm gonna record this episode now um I know that I'm like two weeks ahead of the schedule but I know that my parents are going to visit me in reading week and I will not record an episode that week so I just that I'm gonna keep going and then there will still be an episode going live that week even though I'm not recording and then I'm back to the normal schedule. That's my plan, so I don't have to miss an episode, which obviously wouldn't be bad, but I know I would beat myself up about this. But that's nothing that I'm too grateful for, although, yeah, I could say my parents are going to visit me. That's one thing I'm grateful for. Um, another thing, to have a working, living body, I guess. I feel like we should appreciate that more. Um, and breakfast because I'm going to have breakfast right after this, and I'm very looking forward to this. Um, okay, that was three things. <laughs> we did it. And then what have I been up to this week? Really working on my essay, um, getting things done, uni work, a lot of uni work. Had another flat viewing. Didn't get the flat I wanted, but I have other possibilities open now, so I hope that one of that might work, because I really want to get a flat aka a room in a flat, I can't afford a flat on my own, <laughs> and 
I've also had my seminars. I actually just have to give you a little rant about my managing seminar. I absolutely don't like it. The seminar teacher who's doing it, I don't know. He doesn't seem, it's going to sound so rude and ungrateful, but he doesn't seem qualified. And that's kind of bad because, you know, we have to rely on him to know what he's doing. And it doesn't seem like he knows. So it kind of sucks. I don't want to talk badly about people, but the last seminar was just such a mess and horrible. And he just kept telling us how bad we all were and how bad we're doing when actually, you know, he's not telling us anything or what we're supposed to do. I hope you get what I'm saying. That's not the vibe, but the other seminar has been great. Um, so I've did that. I've went to a book cafe with two of my roommates, which was so nice. Had the first matcha of my life and I get the matcha hype. It was so good. I love the cafe, definitely going back. It was so nice. We just had a very lovely chat and yeah, hung out. It was really cool. I've also went to training, but it's not been the vibe. I don't know. I've just not been feeling good. I think it was because last week I was on my period and that kind of made it worse, but I went anyway. And that's, I think, most of the stuff that I did. Can't think of anything else, so that must do. And what am I looking forward to? Hopefully having another flat viewings and getting my flat solved. I mean, doing it in a week sounds kind of who, but, um, you know, I'm looking forward to get things going there. Um, kept wor- keep working on my assignments, get that done. Not done, but like more ahead. I'm having a good feeling hopefully better seminars next week we're already in week four I mean when you're hearing that we're already in week five but that's crazy no time passes um so yeah just like that don't have anything major going on but that's okay and I guess we're moving into the episode and I haven't really said what I'm gonna talk about but that's fine you've read the title you know what I titled I don't and I guess we're just rolling with that Okay, so I'm going to talk about a lot of things that have to do with social media um, because obviously social media is a part of most of our daily lives to a certain extent and it's everywhere, you can't really escape. And I had the idea today because I remembered a podcast episode I listened to from Growing With The Flow. She um, wasn't talking about... Um, you know, social media in that episode, but she had like, I think she answered a few questions or just had like a rambly episode, don't remember. She talked about a lot of stuff and one of the things was actually about, you know, what social media tells us to do and not to do and I thought that was really interesting and I was reminded of this this morning because I went to the gym and they have like TVs hanging around where they, you know, they show us news and very silly trash TV programs. I honestly don't know why they have them there because I'm not going to the gym to watch TV. And they distract me so much because I keep finding myself, you know, looking at them because there's something going on. And I'm like, honestly, I don't I don't even want to see it. First of all, you can't hear anything. It's just a picture. So I don't even know why they have the TVs running at all. Um, Especially since on like most devices you can use, you can watch TV on your own. So we don't need TVs hanging around that just show us programs we can't even listen to. What? 
Um, and they don't have subtitles either way, so I really don't know what that's for. Just wasting electricity, I guess. <laughs> but I was just thinking, you know, it's like eight in the morning and I made a habit of myself to not check social media first things in the morning. I usually look at it first towards the end of my of the gym session and really just briefly and I think the first time I actually keep scrolling is after lunch which is really good which doesn't mean I'm not on my phone um I check the news usually one of the first things in the morning that's what I do but I'm kind of come back to that later but um you know I was thinking you know I'm going to the gym I'm I'm always also listening to podcasts so there are things you know I put in my brain um basically like 30 minutes after I got up but obviously when you go out you are already like experience all those things you see the people etc etc but you know the tvs you know they kind of make you look <laughs> and um obviously you can keep yourself accountable like okay i'm looking away like i don't want to see it but they kind of make you already take information in that's absolutely not useful for you and it's not gonna add to your day in any way and I feel like that is what social media does a lot yes obviously they're the people that you're following and I'm a private Instagram I'm basically just following people that I know so I know what to consume and I feel like the worst social media app for scrolling is TikTok um, because even though you can like follow creators you love and sometimes my feed is very well and just really shows me things that add onto it but you just naturally keep seeing things that will not add up onto your life that doesn't even interest you but you still keep looking because it's there um and that's kind of one thing that annoys me about social media but obviously it's also your own too own good to you know control it but you can't control it to like every extent you know because if you want to say okay i do 10 minutes of uh, social media like, or TikTok um, and then I go back to work or do what, something else you will still probably see things that you don't want to see just because they keep showing up and even when you on Instagram you click through stories you keep getting advertisements shown to you same thing for YouTube but I think YouTube is a bit better because on YouTube I really carefully choose what I watch because it's like longer form content so you you're not gonna you know, that's weird. You're not going to waste 10 minutes watching one YouTube video that will not add up to your life, but you keep scrolling for 10 minutes and basically see things that, you know, not add up onto your life. Um, just a little introduction to the whole social media environment. I've also saw a podcast episode that was titled Social Media is Not the Problem, It's You. I didn't listen to it, so I don't know what she said, <laughs> but I didn't listen to it because I thought, okay, partly I get where she's probably coming from, which is like, Obviously, social media offers all these things, but it's you who keep scrolling. It's you who can't take the eyes off. But obviously, social media is constructed the way that it works, that it's addicting, that we can't put our phones down, that we can't stop scrolling. Um, and, you know, grabs our attention span, but only for like 10 seconds because our attention span's getting shorter through scrolling on social media, etc., etc. And... I would like say of course you are responsible for what you're consuming but I also think you cannot really blame anybody who can't control it because it is addicting in a way and I think I'm handling it way better than I used to and I've never been super super addicted to my phone um, but 
I also notice that my screen time is going down and I'm, I'm not just using my phone for social media. I think I mostly just use it for music. Um, but yeah, basically what I wanted to say to this is that you're not the problem necessarily um, because there's so many things on social media that you can't control and I get it that there's a pressure from outside to also be on social media and to check the latest stuff and why haven't you just seen it? It's all over the internet. Um, so that's just overall set to social media. Like I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not necessarily a good thing. You can look at it both ways. And one thing that Nana talked about um, in her episode of Growing With The Flow, I love the podcast, I'm glad she's back, was how social media tells us how to do certain things and obviously it depends on which social media kind of sites you're on maybe you're just on dance tiktok i don't know but especially in like the well-being section you know there's so much advice you can get and that's great i think that's one thing that social media can be really grateful that there's so many people who can explain you things and show you things and show you different perspectives and i love that kind of conversations evolve around that but also it can be so overwhelming and so um anti-productive because like for example skincare like social media skincare is crazy they tell you don't use this product don't use this product and then somebody says use this product it's really great and then the next creator says no don't use it and even when you know they explain you why you can't really know what to believe (laughs) anymore and it also overcomplicates things so much um, because first of all, there are so many different products out there. And second of all, there are so many different products that work for different kind of skins. And it kind of makes this, you know, if you're not informed about this and you don't know anything, like you're done. Like you need to know, you need to be, I think Nina said an expert in every kind of spare. And I'm like, you know, no. Because, you know, what we know now about skincare will look totally different in 10 years. And I see this, like, um, over time evolvement. Because back in the day, people didn't know they were supposed to use sunscreen. uh, And they didn't use sunscreen. And most of them, you know, obviously use sunscreen, protect yourself from skin cancer. But then also, it's like you know, there's so much hate because if somebody goes like, oh, I'm not using sunscreen, they're like, oh my god, you're done, like, you're cancelled, cancel culture, like, just let people be, nobody needs to follow your advice and your skincare just because you think it's right, like, just chill a bit, um, there's so much pressure around knowing everything, and if you don't know everything, you are, there's something wrong with you, you know what I'm saying, I hope you know where I'm coming from, But the argument I'm trying to make is that, you know, 50 years ago, skincare looked completely different. Maybe there wasn't any skin. I don't know. I have no idea about skincare history. But I remember watching a documentary about, um, I think it was like a, about in in the USA, where they're supported radioactive skincare that was supposed to be good for your skin and obviously now we know no it's absolutely dangerous you shouldn't come in touch with anything radioactive but obviously because people were told you know it's a good thing they believed it and I feel like that's the same thing that can happen to social media obviously 
we're now more advanced in um, research, etc. But still, there are things that we have not figured out yet. And maybe something that now that is very good for your skin in five years before now, actually, it's not. Um, and that's not me saying that, you know, people who are on TikTok and talk about skincare have no clue. Not, not all. But just saying to be like, come on, like, take the pressure off a little bit. And it's great that people are sharing that content and it's also nice to consume. But I feel like sometimes when you're seeing it, it can be really productive. And then sometimes you are in a different headspace, it can be very counterproductive. Same thing, I think Nana also talked about hair products. Um, I mean, like, like, I've been on hair TikTok before, and everybody says something different. You honestly... And that already shows that even though the people are qualified and know what they're talking about, let, let's just assume the content comes from a hairdresser, there's no right or wrong necessarily, because, you know, they were talking about, you know, one was talking about don't use any hair products from the drugstore and then the other hairdresser said honestly you can like chill out so I'm like okay what and there's so many argumentations and so many good arguments from both sides and it's just so overwhelming and I feel like that is where like okay um, where you yourself have to think about you know do I want to believe this do I have to believe it and I feel like the answer is absolutely no (laughs) obviously if you're really interested in something like this and you want to educate yourself further great but please just aware there's so many different opinions and sides on social media which again like I said can be really great but also sometimes just so overwhelming and one thing where maybe with skincare and hair care it's not as bad but one thing where I think it can become very dangerous is eating habits and there are and I'm (laughs) that's what I see most of the time um there are so many creators who are like posting what I eat in a day or giving food advice or talking about what to eat what not to eat um dietitians giving opinions and obviously it's always different everybody says something else and I personally think it can become really dangerous because I am not struggling with like in sort a little maybe trigger warning it's gonna be about eating disorder now so if that's triggering to you feel free to click off um but I'm not struggling with an eating disorder but I feel like it's normal for us to also sometimes worry about what we eat and if we're eating enough or if we're eating too much or whatever um and then we see totally different people even when they go and say obviously all bodies are different everybody eats something else you naturally start to compare yourself to what other people eat and you might start feeling bad about yourself and I feel like what I eat in the days yes can be triggering um because sometimes you know people eat like two things and they're full and like how do you do this how are you not hungry but there's also like parts on the internet where people tell you what food not to eat and why you shouldn't eat certain foods and that you know I think is very wrong um so I'm giving you my opinion here obviously I'm gonna say what basically most people say on social media which is balance your diet but honestly balance your diet according to your standards and what you like and what makes you feel good because um their creators on there especially like in the fitness industry are like don't eat sugar it's bad for you and yes sugar like you can look at research probably is not the best but you know I'm not eating 
you know, a bag of sugar a day, like, with a spoon. No, 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 no. And when people go, sugar is bad for you. It's gonna make this and this and this and this happen. Chill out, okay? And what I always tell myself, if this is like coming on and triggering me, I'm just saying, you know what? I have one life and yes, I want to have a long life and I want to live healthy, but to my own standards. And for me, it's healthy to not restrict myself and to have a freaking cookie if I want a cookie. And not a sugar-free cookie. Cookie with a lot of sugar, okay? And because there's so much conversation about food, 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 we worry about it so much, and that can be counterproductive. I'm sorry, that can be counterproductive. Obviously, it's nice having conversation always, but there will always be a negative side to it because even when you're what you're saying is completely right and fact-checked, like chill out they're they're like literally videos on there who's saying you know if you're craving chocolate you're not really craving chocolate you're craving carrots and I'm like you can't tell me like the audacity you have to tell me what my body wants and what I want and feeding yourself is not only about feeding your body it's also about feeding your soul and now I'm giving advice although I didn't want to do this and obviously you can disagree with me just saying this here but it just makes me so mad that people you know make this content and will trigger so many people with it and not even think about it and being like obviously it's it's great sharing content but we can't necessarily protect ourselves we don't know if that video is going to be wholesome and help us or if it's going to be extremely triggering to us I've actually watched like a YouTube video where she went on and said you know um, your higher self would not allow you to eat chocolate because it will make you feel bad or let you break out. And I said, no, my higher self would not do this because my higher self would have a healthy relationship with food and know that it can eat whatever it wants. And I just think some people maybe are like this and say, oh, I'm living sugar-free, but honestly, no. Even if sugar is addicting, I can have chocolate if I want to. And that is healthy. And I think the whole conversation that I'm trying to have here is that social media can be so triggering without even trying to be triggering, without trying to make harmful content. Um, Because again, there are so many different opinions and cultures and ideas out there about one topic. And there will always be somebody to disagree or to agree. And that can just confuse you overall. Like back to the hair products, they, for a time it was the trend to wash your hair with rice water, but then people came on and say, don't do this, it's not going to do anything. Um, so yeah, what to believe, we don't know. And it's just so, it, it's confusing, you know? It's it, it, Therefore, I think the concluding point I'd like to make is that it's not a safe place and it's not necessarily a good place to be. I feel like sometimes it can be wholesome and nice, but I feel like social media manages to make every place that could be wholesome. And like, you don't necessarily have to do it with food, but that can be nice. Make it a a bad place. Like food, there are people who are posting, you know, what I eat in a day is when they eat, you know, uh, I don't know, a lot of things, and then people who eat barely anything, and then both sides kind of slack each other over and saying, you're doing it wrong, no, you're doing wrong, you're promoting bad eating habits, you're promoting bad eating habits, you know, and they make it counterproductive, and I, 
a little promotion for my own social media channel. I post on social media and I post book recommendations where most people are probably going to be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. You're just recommending things, nothing wrong. But people make it a problem, you know, and, and still find ways to hate on this where I'm like, chill down. Like, I, I made a video um, about, I'm, I'm going to talk about this now because I never answered any comments because I'm like, I'm not actually not going to play into this, but it's been annoying me. Um, I posted a video where I recommended um, some murder mystery crime stories and I've recommended the Good Girls Guide to Murder series, but I forgot to show the first part because... Um, it's a different edition. I didn't put it in the video. I put the other two in the video. And I feel like if you're looking it up, you will know that there's a first part. And so many people keep coming the same thing where it's like, where's the first part? You need to show the first part. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, you know that there's a first part. And most people, if they actually look it up, will know that there's a first part. It literally said on one of the books, the second novel to A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Stop wasting your precious energy on telling somebody else off. And obviously, that's like, fair enough. <laughs> you can tell. And then another comment was like, why is nobody making videos with real good crime fictions? And I'm sorry I'm talking like this, but that's how I imagined the voice. When I'm like, I was so close to commenting, you can do it. If you don't like the books, don't waste your energy to watch the video, scroll on, do a better video, chill out. I like these books, I recommend these books. There's nothing wrong. Um, and then also, if you like certain things on social media, you get called out for it. Where I'm like, let people live. And although people love to share and obviously put their out, that doesn't mean you necessarily need to comment on everything. Unless it's really productive comment that is justified, I guess. Which sounds so weird. Probably people listening to this episode being like, what are you saying? But I don't know. I guess I'm saying social media is confusing me. <laughs> Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about that girl trend because the people who are in that that girl trend say oh it's just about you becoming the best version of yourself but it is fair to say that most people who are doing the that girl trend do the exact same things and obviously that can create a wrong image on becoming a better you and I feel like about this like self-improvement thing is also like social media is pushing us to be the best versions of ourselves and only showing the good part and then people get criticized for not showing the bad parts that they want to keep private which I think like is totally justified um but yeah just fun to say a little bit to this because I do get the critique of the that girl trend because they all do the same thing. They like wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, journal, eat healthy, whatever. Eat healthy, like quotation marks. <laughs> um, but you hope you get what I'm saying. And that can like be like, oh, if I'm not doing these things, I'm not the best version of myself. Even though your best version of yourself is, you know, sleeping until 11 and then read for an hour in bed. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah just putting that out and the last thing I want to talk about are news because like I said I watch the news I read the news um and I'm I guess I would say I'm informed <laughs> not the most informed maybe but I am informed and there are also people on social media being like I don't watch the news because it's like triggering me it's bad for me it's like hor obviously because news are I'm, I mean I study it I'm I study journalism <laughs> me studying journalism also saying probably not the most informed about news <laughs> but I'm probably more informed than most people are 
Um, because I actually read an article about how many people actually look at the news, and it's not that many anymore, depending also on the country you live in, funnily enough. But people not looking at the news being like, you know, it's triggering me, because news are mostly bad that's how news are structured. There's obviously a critique going on about this, but I'm not getting too much into that because I think it bores people. But um, then I'm like, you're not watching the news, but you scroll on social media for an hour. And I can tell you, taking 10 minutes every day watching the news, actually being informed about, and this is my opinion, you can disagree, absolutely. Being informed about what actually goes on in the world and are aware of that is more productive than scrolling for an hour seeing content that will probably also trigger you is not bad for you and telling you other stuff that will subconsciously manipulate you in believing things that you don't necessarily need to believe. Um, yeah, that's my point. And another thing to that is what I personally don't do, and I feel like, first of all, because I'm not a big creator, but second of all, because I, and people can disagree, and I'm also not sure, that opinion might change, but I feel like my social media is not a place to post about news because my opinion is if you want to be informed about news, you need to take your own action and be your own responsibility to a certain extent. I personally just don't think social media is a place for news. That's my opinion. You can disagree. Um, and obviously social media become a place of news for news distribution. It is dangerous, but again, I'm not going too much into this fake news, etc. I guess we're aware um, but I personally rely on sources that are, you know, from news reporters, news researchers. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily not, can fall into the fake news trap, but I just feel safer. Also, I'm reading from different news sources just to be sure that the article is correct. But I personally don't think that social media should be a place for news distribution. It's my opinion, you can disagree. And I also don't think that creators should be responsible for posting about news obviously it's great i i get the critique that um they inform about it and people become more aware of what is going on but what makes me really annoyed is you know currently the earthquake in turkey and syria and obviously when the episode goes on i don't know how um how much is going to be talked about but at the moment we're at twenty-five thousand death which is just heartbreaking and horrible and it's so sad and I check also like what's going on um and you know I have I see people you know posting on social media about it you know major creators and obviously great thing to like go and be like please donate please do this like blah blah but they, you know they post a story like two stories about this and then their next story is about oh I've got this new PR package that I'm gonna unpack and I'm like honestly um fair enough because you know, we post about these things and, you know, or you read these things and then mostly you move on with your day and maybe not keep thinking about it too much, which I feel like is also healthy because if you would just keep thinking about it, it will like take over your own whole life and you'd be just very unhappy. But I also think it's a bit insensible personally to be like, oh, there's like this horrible thing happening. So many people lost their lives, like lost everything they have, lost family members, etc., friends. And obviously you're talking about it and then you go on and be like, oh, here's the PR package I received. Or I'm like, honestly, that is, you can't disagree with me that this is just insensible. You know, it's not sensible. So I would say that if they post, they should like make a post and then just not keep on with their normal con. You know, see, that's the problem. That's why I'm against it. That's why I'm like, please, because I'm like, it makes me annoyed. I'm like, Okay, 
I mean, it does matter to you, but don't you think it's insensible? I think it's insensible, personally. So that's why I have an issue with that part. That's my not opinion. And I guess that's the episode. <laughs> I guess we should wrap up. I guess I, I, I didn't make a lot of sense in this episode, but it was fun to record. I, I must say that. Thank you so much for listening about my social media rant and I just like to say that obviously all of these things, I still use social media and I don't think it's the devil. I just feel like we all need to get a little bit more aware of this and reflect on it and take our time to think about it and make our own opinions and obviously if your opinion is completely different, that's absolutely fine. Like again, it's it's my opinion and it's an opinion so it's not a fact. And yeah, I had a lot of fun recording this episode. I I hope you had a lot of fun listening and I would love to see you again. Not see you again, hear you. No, I won't even hear you. I hope you'll be back for the next episode. Here we go. And till then, don't forget to stay young, confused and well-read. Bye-bye, guys. (laughs)